0: Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big, mm-hmm. show, big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo. Pump day! Let's get rolling!
1: for making us a part of your day. Jake with you live from Jimmy's Flowers once again. Back-to-back days. Couldn't be happier about it. We're up here in Layton. We're on Hillfield Road, 2840 North Hillfield Road here in Layton. Also the Ogden location, of course, uh, 2735 Washington Boulevard and the Bountiful location, 4070 South Main Street. Or, of course, save yourself the trouble. Go online to jimmysflowers.com. Uh, uh, Lloyd Cole uh, producing today back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello.
2: Whoa, Jake, how are we today? You know, you mentioned Lloyd. There's just something about having Lloyd on the show. That is almost like a security blanket for me. I I feel like when Lloyd is at the controls, not that I don't, Austin's a great producer, never want to say anything that would uh, make anybody think less of him. But when Lloyd is subbing in, it's, I don't know, it just feels like a a warm minky couture blanket. You know, usually Lloyd uh, being on the
1: ones and twos, as you say, uh, puts me in a terrible mood. Uh, But in (laughs) in this case, you know what, I got to agree with you, Gordon. Gordon. Lloyd, it's good to have you part of the show today, buddy. I hope you're doing all right. You're working a long one, I know. Going uh, from
3: from being described as like a rash to a minky couture, that's great, actually. <laughs> it's a step up.
2: It makes you feel much better. Remind me, who, who called you a rash?
3: I'll probably be Jake. I think. Yeah, I did kind of, not. I, I think didn't, he
1: did. Use that word? No.
2: You're, look, Jake. Admit it. Like you're, a bad oh, rash. You are, you are mean to Lloyd, but your meanness toward him is re- they're really compliments because you wouldn't insult him if you didn't like him. Well, here's the thing. That, that is true in part,
1: but you, you've also got to know that uh, Lloyd is easily the most devious one on staff. And so I feel like if you don't kind of keep your guard up and and try to keep Lloyd on his toes too, bad things happen. So what you're telling me is that my warm cuddly blanket has holes in it? Yeah, it, if you're lucky. Just ask, just ask Austin. In fact, <laughs> Lloyd, could you give us a little uh, the the mic from IT voice?
3: Uh, yeah, this is Mike from IT. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right that did put uh, austin oh, in a, bit of a panic didn't it
1: one of the best one of the best stories slash we, we, in- we saw how
3: far austin's loyalty goes <laughs> not far no not <laughs> far at all he not didn't even far. try to hide it some, some might try to be like no i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> no not him
2: so wait uh, wait jake you believe uh, the story about Lloyd and, and Austin, but you don't believe my story about George Harrison and Phil Collins? Well, listen, Gordon, I've got multiple personal
1: eyewitnesses that confirmed <laughs> to me the Mike from IT story. It's not like Lloyd's embellishing because Austin confirms all of it. And if you've never heard the story, in a nutshell... Uh, it, Lloyd and Austin googled something And something else popped up That might have been a little racy And they <laughs> il- immediately uh, Clicked out of it But Austin was panicked That, that he was going to be fired Because IT was going to see So Lloyd, Lloyd um, I used that to my advantage Lloyd went down into the other room And called Austin And used this voice, Lloyd
3: uh, Yeah, this is Mike with IT <laughs>
1: And and how long did you have Austin on the phone before Austin threw you under the bus?
3: Oh, it was probably like two minutes. So, what did that. he
2: say? Remind our listeners.
3: Well, so I went into some stuff. I said, "So, uh, are you?" Uh, so, you've been looking up some some stuff on, you know. And I, I I said, "What movie?" And 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 he goes, "Well, it was for show purposes." So he he did try to dodge it for a sec. <laughs> okay, it was for show <laughs> purposes, and I said. Well, uh yeah, we can't be looking at stuff like that. And and that's when he goes, "It was Lloyd."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
3: But yeah, you to take... need to report that. So, yeah.
1: You uh yeah, you dangled him for a while there after that though, right? Didn't you? When you're like, "Well, I'm actually going to hold you responsible."
2: <laughs> that is uh... uh so when he was done was he in a fit at that point? Or well, well, he... Lloyd,
1: tell the rest of the story, because you, you eventually hung up with Austin and then went back into the studio, right?
3: So, uh... <laughs> so okay, hold on. So, just, just say what part of it? Sorry, I had, I had so, to answer a phone line.
1: Oh, no, you're fine. So so tell the end of the story where you, you dangled him on the line for another uh, little while, blaming Austin, actually, saying he was responsible, hung up the phone, and then what happened when you went back into the studio?
3: So then Austin said, hey, I got some guy from IT that called me <laughs> and, and is, wants to know about what the stuff we've been looking at. And I said, oh, really? I said, that's not good. I said, well, I. <laughs> so, so you made it worse. I made it worse. Yeah, I said, I said well, I said, it's like, it's your shit. This is your during your show. You're the man on the board. So this isn't my fault. It was. I'm not. It's not my shift. Yeah, that, that didn't make, he he was not happy about that.
1: And then you eventually said, it hey, was, it was this you. This is Mike with IT. <laughs> you eventually said it was you, and the first sentence out of Austin's mouth
3: was. I will kill you.
1: <laughs> well, maybe I'm looking for the second sentence out of his mouth. When he said, wow, I really threw you under the yeah, bus. Yeah, <laughs> he did.
2: <laughs>
3: Boy, I really threw you under the bus.
2: That may be that may be one of the best pranks ever pulled here on this station.
1: Oh, oh the mic from IT voice too. The way Lloyd just kind of softens it and makes it a little higher. <laughs> hey, this is Mike from IT. Oh man, that's classic. And by the way, all they were doing they were Googling a scene in a in a famous movie that's not even. I mean, I don't know why Austin was so paranoid about it. It's not even.
3: There's no. There's, it, in fact, I think the movie's like PG-13. Like it's yeah, fine. right.
1: It was not. It was not even that bad. And Austin was was worried about it. And Lloyd pounced because that's what Lloyd does. And that's what I'm telling you, Gordon. He's the most <laughs> devious one on staff, and he's got an incredible poker face that's just yeah. impossible to read. So you never know uh, what's coming. Like because there's. You know.
3: You know. I'm paying for it right now, by the way, because my my oldest is is starting to learn to to pull similar things on me
1: oh, which is not good. fun by the way good yeah it's not fun you know here here's here's the story. i forgot about a remote once forgot about a remote i show up at studio and lloyd uh lloyd looks at me and goes you're on remote and it turned out to be true i was on remote luckily i'm a very prompt person i have plenty of time to get to the remote but uh, from the, then this was 10 years ago and since then every time i walk into the studio not every time but at least like what lloyd once a week you're like, oh, my hey, gosh, you you're on here? remote. What are, what are you, you doing, doing here? here? Why are you here?
2: <laughs> that's, well, that's who Lloyd Jake, is. Jake, since you're the one that makes out the schedule, you should know better.
1: I know. I know. And you know what's what? This further, is a great
3: point, by the way, Gordon. It's not like I'm making the schedule here.
1: Further shame on me uh, is, is, like, I believe Lloyd, believe Lloyd, like, 50% of the time. You know? Like, oh, are you serious? I mean, like, like a dummy. <laughs> Uh, But but I am uh, Lloyd. uh, Good to have you along today. Hope you're doing well. How's life with Hanson Scotty? They doing all right.
3: Oh, they're doing great. Yeah, Uh, great show today. It was was a good show.
1: You know, I don't know how you don't uh, come through that show uh, hungry every day.
3: <laughs> uh, I do. Luckily, I, I bring some, bring my own food. So, I'm, oh, the, I'm cu- the
1: famous cup of noodles incident. I remember.
3: Yeah, that's right. See, yeah. do
2: those guys slobber all over the studio? Because it sure sounds like they're salivating.
3: Uh, no, they, they 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 hold it back. They just they find they find themselves in some in some tangents about food. And once yes, you send go. send hands down a, a tangent of food, and he's got food on his mind. like it's 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 hard to come back
1: it's a deep rabbit hole (laughs) it is although the 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 hungry eyes thing does make me laugh i gotta admit
3: i know it's i I, I needed to use it more because but the thing is we've been talking so much food especially with the super bowl and stuff like it just and it's like okay i can't i can't play hungry guys so much
1: there's a lot of food news out there (laughs) ever changing it is ever changing the breaking, the breaking food news. Uh, okay, we've got a we've got a busy show scheduled for you. Of course, we'll uh, talk a lot of jazz basketball as they continue. Uh, to play like the best team in the league. And I, I thought uh, last night was uh, was extremely uh, – We you can take a lot from last night's game against the Celtics. Uh, David James, yes, that David James of DJ and PK fame, also of KUTV2, will be on the show coming up at 4.30. And David Locke makes his Wednesday appearance at 5. We are live here from Jimmy's Flowers. Uh, to check him out online, jimmysflowers.com. Gordon, should we drive, dive into the uh, the game last night?
0: Yeah, let's do it. All right, Lloyd. Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Nine-point Jazz lead. Donovan at the Jazz logo in the white uniforms. Works at the left side,
2: hesitates. Grant Williams falls over. He pulls back for a three, hits. Mm -hmm. Oh, Grant Williams, take that and wind it back. Donovan Mitchell with 36.
1: Gordon, last night on national television, the Utah Jazz beat the Boston Celtics, and I thought that there were uh, a ton of very interesting things to take from this game, but let's start with Donovan Mitchell. Um, He was uh, awesome. 36 points nine assists four rebounds he was efficient as i know something that you're looking at gordon 12 of 23 six of 13 from three made six out of seven foul shots only had two turnovers to go along with his nine assists and uh was was just terrific i mean you could you could tell that uh he knew mike conley wasn't going to be there and once again he was going to have to bring a little something extra
2: i agree with that completely if that wasn't impressive and uh, sort of a, a conclusive kind of debate to the progress that Donovan Mitchell is making. I don't know what would be. I mean, he he sensed where his team was, and he absolutely took over the game down the stretch when it was still very much in doubt. Donovan Mitchell played like, an, like a superstar. And that's, that's not hyperbole, man. That's the way he played. And he's doing it purposely, purposefully. I mean, you can see it in his eyes. You can see it in his expression. You can see it in the way he handles himself on the floor. You can see it in the way he sees the floor and and, and then seizes opportunities. That kickback to Joe Ingles for three was a thing of beauty. And then his shots over on the left-hand side of the court down the stretch, absolutely, that, that, that won the game right there. And it was Donovan Mitchell... Being a superstar, and I like the way Shaq is taking credit for uh, the way Donovan Mitchell is playing now, and he's not really playing that much different than he did before Shaq uh, sort of uh, challenged him on, on national TV. But this this is this is something that Donovan Mitchell has planned and worked for, and now he's playing like a, like a star, like a star's star, and he he was great last night. I mean, I was impressed because the Celtics. I know that they are not. They didn't play their best game, uh, but for some of the games, the Jazz didn't play their best game either. And they're missing Mike Conley, like you said, and uh, Donovan took over when he had to. He sensed his team needed him, and he uh, delivered.
1: So Donovan was very good offensively, to your point, um, about closing and taking over the game. He scored or assisted on 20 of the last Jazz 21 points. I mean, so yeah. I, see, I think that says a lot right there. But what I thought was uh, extremely impressive and may have gone underappreciated with an offensive performance like that, uh, Donovan really deed up Kemba Walker. I mean, he was Donovan was, was – busting it out on defense too last night and Kemba you know he's he's got some lingering injuries and his play has really been up and down of late but I I thought Donovan uh he knew he was going to have to go guard Kemba Walker because Mike Conley wasn't there and they have trouble keeping speedy guards in front of him and I thought he had a really good defensive night uh so it may I didn't want that to get lost in the 36 points and nine assists because he brought it on both sides of the floor. Uh, and his team needed that because Kemba's the key for the Celtics team, Gordon. I don't know if we talked about that enough yesterday, but he's, they kind of rise and fall with how how well he plays because Tatum, Tatum and Brown have been pretty consistent, and they've got Kemba, and they've got – I mean, I don't want to insult the rest of their team, but they're a little light on talent outside of those big three. So, uh, you know, he's extremely important to them, and Donovan
2: had a tough defensive assignment, and, and he took it, and he played really, really well. He did, and the Celtics are twelve and eleven. So the, I mean, they're not. This isn't peak performance on their part, and Kimba is part of that. He's been struggling, and uh, but but I'm not going to sit here and say and take anything away from what the Jazz did because of any problems the Celtics are having. I mean, the Jazz have won how many now? Sixteen out of seventeen. Is that what it is? Yep, sixteen out of I, seventeen. Right. I mean, this is this is something to behold, and and I'm not into rah-rah for the home team and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, this is the best start the Jazz have ever had in franchise history. There's something special going on here. And we'll see if it continues with the tough uh, schedule they have coming up. But I, I was impressed. I was imp- and I don't know how you couldn't be by what they did. And th- We haven't even mentioned Rudy Gobert and what he was doing and Joe Ingles. I mean, these guys knew that Mike Conley was not in the lineup and they stepped up to help. In a, in a big way. I mean, Gobert was plus twenty three, and what was Ingles? Plus twenty one, I think. I mean, so it, that, yeah, it's oh good sorry, stuff. Gordon. yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: just show a couple of things that uh, that I really took from that game that I thought were were really really important because uh, there are things that we've kind of been wondering about throughout this season. But the Celtics started big, Gordon, and played a lot of switch defense and came out hot. So that is something that's worked against the Jazz in the past. And as hot as Jalen Brown and the Celtics were, the Jazz only trailed at the end of the first quarter, 27 to 24. And I thought Mm -hmm. that that was really important because they figured out that switch defense. And here's Boston. And you you mentioned their record, Gordon, but there uh, there are three teams, and Locke hit on this a bunch in last night's broadcast. There are three teams that are in the top ten in offensive rating and defensive rating. And they are the Jazz, the Lakers, and the Celtics. So, you know, you look at their record and say, oh, they're hovering around 500. But they've also been good, and they're good at what they do. And they're good on defense because they're long and they're versatile. And that's something that's given the Jazz trouble in the past. And Boston threw everything at the Jazz. And this is a good uh, good coach in Brad Stevens. He went from switching everything to zone. He went from big. He went to small. He went to normal defenses. He went to weird defenses. And in that second half, they had nothing. They had nothing that was stopping the Jazz from doing what they wanted to do, and I thought that was, I thought that was a huge, huge sign that they've got some things figured out on this team because previous versions of the Jazz that that
2: would not have happened. Agreed, a hundred percent. And uh, Don, getting back to Donovan Mitchell, he was a big part of that. And when it came down to the game being on the line and the Celtics had had cut the Jazz lead, what was it down to four, if I remember correctly? And from it seems like from that point on, Donovan Mitchell was an absolute force, reading what needed to be done and taking care of it. And the aggressiveness of the Jazz is the other thing that stands out to me. This team is playing aggressive at both ends of the floor, and it's paying off for them in a major way. I, I think the Jazz, if, they, if people around the country had doubts about the, what the Jazz are, and, and they, they, they do, I mean, because they're comparing them sometimes to the Lakers, and we'll, we'll see how that goes when that opportunity head-to-head uh, occurs. But in the meantime, the Jazz, are, they're school in the league, man. They, they are looking at the challenges, figuring them out, and taking care of their business. And a team that is going to be great like that needs a player, a player they can depend on. Now, I know the other guys were doing their jobs. Bogey hit some nice shots. It was talked about Ingles, and Gobera was doing his thing. But the, the Jazz, a great team needs a great player to step up uh, when his team needs him to. And, and because you can, shoot, you can shoot pretty well the whole game and crumble at the end. And that's where Donovan Mitchell essentially said, okay, fellas, follow me. And you can see it in his post-game interviews, everything. It's consistent. He, he, he's, some athletes figure things out, and, and some never do. Some do some of the time. But only the great ones figure it out and apply it consistently. We talked a lot about Tom Brady earlier this week, and that is absolutely true of him. And you could go down the line. But we're seeing evidence of that uh, bit by bit. As Quinn said, possession by possession with Donovan Mitchell.
1: All right, uh, Gordon, real quick. uh, We are here at Jimmy's, but I do want to get to this tweet real quick from Sven. Uh, We were teasing Hans and Scotty about uh, talking about food a lot, and uh, Sven says Hans talks about food almost as much as Gordon talks about nudity. Almost, that's true. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I you know, in fact, nudity. I'd rather be on the show associated with the food. No, beauty is in the eye of the
2: beholder, and those who hear what they want to hear, they hear. You know, occasionally I bring up some weird story about somebody who did something in public naked. And it, it, it suddenly—that's all I talk about. That's what a load of whoey. What that is. what
1: what what percentage, honestly, of the not sports report do you think involves
2: nudity? Well, the whole point of the not sports report is to bring up that which is really weird. Really extraordinary in strange ways. But why does so, that
1: involve nudity like 75% of the time? There's a nudity, lot of other strange stuff out there, man.
2: Well, I mean, I cover all that. You are you kidding me? You guys always criticize me for bringing up the death of a donkey or some some tr- crazy thing that happened in Siberia or something. That has nothing to do with that. You know? Well, that
1: stuff, just... that stuff is a huge downer, too, but I don't think that comes up as frequently as the nudity. It's a thing.
2: We had it uh, running as a promo
1: so. like yesterday. The the naked bowling thing. That was what? yesterday, it ran all day. What
2: what did I what did I say about naked bowling? <laughs> it was some it was what? some
1: not sports report where you brought up naked bowling. What that was, explained... that was like
2: five years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> it
1: it trust me, it happens a lot.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think you hear what you want to hear.
1: I think you need to go back and listen to shows after afterwards, like, you know, wait a week and then go review and just like with a pen and paper, just mark down how many times <laughs> that comes up.
2: It's just a naked man, Jake. Come yeah,
1: on. I know. I know, buddy. But, but Sven, has a, he has a good point. All right, we are here at Jimmy's Flowers. Uh, we're in their latent location on Hillfield Road. Jumping on with us once again, Brian, back on the big show. What's going on, Brian? Thanks for having us back, man. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Yeah, dude, we, you guys are so great, and you you take care of all of our listeners, and and uh, just so good at what you do. It's it's our pleasure to get the word out, you know. Oh yeah, we we get great response every time you guys are here. That's why we have you come right every year. Absolutely, and I, I love it that things are busy, and you still you know I we talked a little bit off the air uh, yesterday as we were doing the show that you guys have been you know really busy. And things have been kind of a little bit different because of the online, but uh, you've done a great job adapting, and still want to, you know, get the word out to our listeners. There's
4: lots of good stuff you can come and get. Oh, absolutely. We got you know flowers, plants. uh, There's chocolates. I don't know if we've had our chocolates. They're amazing. We we have people that come in just for our chocolates. Um, They're they're so good. We got you know balloons, cards, um, bears, everything.
1: So yeah, we're ready to roll. Well, maybe an interesting exercise would be for me to sample the chocolate and describe it in in great detail to Gordon. (laughs) Great detail of exactly what I'm experiencing, Gordon. What do you? What do that way you'd kind of have an idea too.
2: I think that would make me very angry. uh, (laughs) No, no, it would be helpful. Hey, I've sampled the chocolates up there, and uh, you're gonna love it, Jake. So. Being the friend that I am, I want you to go ahead and sample it because if you sample it, you're gonna buy a whole bunch of it
1: yeah, it's really it it really is a one stop shop though you
4: get your your loved one taken care of and uh, and knock it out of the park. <laughs> that's what we hope for you know I, I know everyone's busy they don't have time to go here and there and everywhere, so you know all those things you can buy on our website, so if you can't come in or don't feel comfortable coming in, that's okay you can see everything online, and uh, we'll have it ready to go to be delivered or picked up whenever they're ready for it. So jimmysflowers.com
1: is that uh, website, jimmysflowers.com, pretty easy. Yeah, pretty It kind of goes hand-in-hand with Jimmy's. Keep it simple. (laughs) Keep it simple. (laughs) jimmysflowers.com. Also, uh, the location here in Layton, 2840 North Hillfield Road in Ogden, 2735 Washington Boulevard, and now, of course, in Bountiful, 470 South Main Street. Now Brian was listening as we were we were reading Sven's tweet, uh Gordon, so I, I figured I'd read another one of Sven's why why Brian is with us. You ready? Yeah. It says the not sports report could be renamed Naked News or Tragic Death. <laughs> <laughs> Sven's pretty funny, man. Oh, again. he's so funny. That is so hilarious. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and like that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sven. That's I very appreciate funny. that.
2: Thank you. Uh, Let's Let's, uh, let's perpetuate the myth here. <laughs> That's so good.
1: All right, Brian. Thank you, buddy. We thank appreciate you. you. All right, more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.
0: This is DJ and PK time to welcome in BYU Offensive Coordinator Aaron Roderick. Well, I don't know that I expect the same type of season as last year, this upcoming season, but something is terribly wrong if you don't win at least 10 games.
4: (laughs) Hey, man, I've been hearing that for a long time.
3: Well played, Aaron. I think there were multiple layers of comedy there, if you really dig into that. (laughs) Might have been a subtle reference to his Utah days.
0: It's part of the business, though. I think the good thing about Aaron Roderick is he has a full realization of what this business is about. You doing things that should be rewarded but yet they're viewed differently and it's a stressful business, high reward, high pressure. And I think the good thing about him is he understands all of that. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 975 1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280
1: The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Band of the day today, Rage Against the Machine, selected by me, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. You a big Rage guy, Gordon?
2: Oh, not really. Are you raging against the machine today? Is that what you're
1: doing? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's that's what kind of mood I'm in. I'm raging against the machine. I know I, I I like Rage Against the Machine. They're great. Uh, you you know we got to make sure we get the old censored versions out there. But it always reminds <laughs> me of when I think it was uh, Spanish Fork who accidentally booked Rage Against the Machine when I was <laughs> a, a high schooler, and uh, yeah filled a whole field full of people out there that they weren't expecting and uh it kind of it was kind of it made national news it was kind of a thing i don't think they've been back well obviously they don't exist as a band anymore but
2: so who what was the what was the artist that uh, i selected that time and we austin put him on his band of the day and like the second word that came out was a was an expletive?
1: I don't remember. I remember that day, but no, yeah. I don't remember the band. I've I've purged that from my memory.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, we just have to be careful sometimes because some of the lyrics are a little explicit.
1: They can be, yeah. But there, there's usually a radio edit or two uh, out there to be found, hopefully to be found. Well, well, we didn't find it our, that our, day.
3: Our library, so I'm hoping they are good.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. considering they used to play on radio stations, right. We should be. we should be... <laughs> We should be pretty solid there, I'm thinking. Fingers so crossed. Yeah, that's okay. a good thing. Keep keep your ear out there, Lloyd. Lloyd, very quick on the dump button. Fastest dump button in the West is <laughs> is what they call Lloyd. He's, he's on it.
2: For those who have never seen it, uh, the dump button in our studio is this box that has a giant red uh, button on top.
3: It's a nuclear it button. Says,
2: it says dump. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to miss. So, uh, in fact, uh, I'm thinking, Lloyd, you could probably be standing on the other side of the studio and throw something at it for a dump if you had to.
3: Uh, I'd rather not, because I don't want to break anything. But, yeah, sure, I could, I guess. I could throw my phone at it.
2: Unless you unless you missed it the way I did with that, uh, that Nerf basketball that time. And the reason I bring that up, Lloyd, is because you were standing there watching the whole thing. <laughs> I mean... That shot that I put up, uh, I don't think I could have done what I did if I tried it a thousand times.
3: I remember Uh, Jake hitting the dump button once. Actually, like five times. I think he uh, pressed it down five times.
2: I've done it a bunch. In my producing
1: days, there's nothing better than the mad dash to the dump button when you're doing something No, you were
3: hosting this time I'm thinking of. I think you can actually hear you hitting the dump button.
2: Oh, yeah, I think I know what that <laughs> is. Didn't we used to have the dump button yeah, in the, in the studio? Yeah, we did, in yeah, the studio, so. uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. in the talent studio. We don't have that luxury anymore. Although, uh, you, you haven't been to the studio since we've got them put in, in uh, Gordon, but we now have an on-off switch and a talk back in the studio, which is oh, nice. wonderful. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 terrific. Did you say so. Gordon
3: hasn't been here since the studios were built? Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, since the <laughs> new studios were like. built. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, that's went- true. Our studios were rebuilt when? It, what, what month? It feels like years ago now, but what month was that? Um,
3: June? Yeah, I think it, it Well, the process started in
2: April, I think. So more April,
3: May. That April, year. Mayish. yeah.
2: So when I walk in, I'm, the first thing I'm going to say is I like what you've done with the place.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: Well, Gordon, except for we we like upgraded yes. all the stuff that you never noticed, like the board and the computer system <laughs> and that sort of thing. Oh, like you're, you're going to come in and complain about the chair? No, no. I've
2: seen.
3: I've we seen could that. repaint the walls, and you would still. <laughs> you probably wouldn't even notice. I'm sure.
2: <laughs> I would have. I would have done that studio a little differently had I been in the interior. I'll designer, let Ben know. No.
1: No, not the wiring. Gordon's not talking about like the not actual the setup. He's oh, talking about the decorating.
2: Okay. He's he's talking he, he'd want a big about the aesthetics.
1: He'd want a Juice Newton fat head in there.
2: Can we have Juice Newton as band of our day band of the day one time?
1: Yeah, I love yeah. Juice Newton. Well, I mean not on good. the not on the same personal level that you love Juice <laughs> Newton, but I I'm down
2: to have Juice Juice Newton one of these days. All right. We'll do didn't it.
1: Didn't you didn't you elope uh, with
2: her or something? I didn't elope with her. She taught me how to play polo. That's
1: not how I remember you telling the story.
2: <laughs> this, this, this is classic, Jake. You see, you don't listen. She taught me how to play polo, so I had the opportunity to spend some time with her. And then my wife and I went and stayed at a, uh, at a, a condo in the mountains, and just by coincidence... It happened to belong to Juice and her husband Tom Goodsby. Tom Goodspeed.
1: <laughs> did, did Juice and Tom uh take the take the pull out while you guys uh, were in the master?
3: <laughs> I thought
2: I heard her singing Just Call Me Angel in the Morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh no, I that <laughs> we were not there concurrently, no. No.
4: Oh okay. no,
2: but I really Tom. I don't even know if they're still together, but I, I would hope so. Tom Tom is a really good guy. I had a chance to visit with him quite a bit, too.
1: Gordon, uh, and, and certainly this is a topic that we can break up into to multiple segments, but the big topic of the day nationally in the NBA is, of course, the Dallas Mavericks and Mark Cuban. Um They had fans in the stands for the first time uh, last night, Gordon, and uh, they the Mavericks have not been playing the national anthem in their games all year. But nobody was there to notice. And now people noticed. And so uh, Cuban confirmed that they uh, they weren't playing the national anthem today. Adam Silver in the NBA basically said, well, yeah, you're gonna. Um, So (laughs) your your uh, initial thoughts on this story is we've seen it unfold.
2: Well, look, I, I went back and did research uh, a long time ago on, on the origins of playing the National Anthem at uh, sporting events, and a lot of it had to do with, uh, it was done for commercial purposes, not patriotism, but uh, over over the years, it has uh, become a tradition, and I have no problem with that. I mean, if people want to play the National Anthem, fine, I, 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 I think it's... For those who love a moment to try to be together with other Americans uh, and to appreciate that, then, then that's fine. If there are those who feel for whatever reason some, uh, uh, some sort of disturbing trend in the country that is bothering them and they don't feel uh, so connected or they want to draw attention to a cause, I have no problem with them reacting However, they they want to react. And uh, so I think Cuban said that the, the anthem didn't represent everybody in the building or something along those lines. And I, I thought that was look, it's in America. Uh, it's different than a concert. It's different than a lot of other events, in my opinion, just because of the tradition that's been there. So I have no problem with uh, the NBA saying, oh, you got to play it. But uh, I don't want uh, anybody to be told how they must stand or, or it, that they must stand uh, if, if they feel so compelled to draw attention to a cause that's important to them. I got no problem with uh, them uh, doing so. So I have
1: uh, some my thought on this is a little bit different, uh, Gordon. I, I'm with you on the play it, don't play it. I mean, I, I think it should be up to these franchises. Um, I, I, if they don't play it, part of me is along with you that uh, it would be a little disappointed. Because when would we, when would we do it? I mean, when would you ever hear the national anthem if it weren't for sports, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, I can certainly uh, appreciate that. But I think it, I don't, I don't buy Cuban's motives uh, for doing it. I think he's, he's um uh uh, getting rid of a problem where he's down in in dallas in texas where it's a it's a you know um, uh, a more red area than other parts in, in the country and by not doing the anthem you don't have players kneeling for the anthem so you don't have fans booing the players And all of a sudden that headache is is removed. And I don't know. I'm not Mm -hmm. speaking for Mark, but that's initially where my uh, obviously not. Uh, But that's initially where my my mind went on that. And if that's the case, which I again, I don't know, but I don't know why you'd want to silence your players like that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem right to me. So I, I, didn't buy the the anthem is offensive to some people. So we're not going to show it. I mean, is that really where we are in life now? Is that that where we are? I think it's
2: because he didn't
1: want the headache of players kneeling and fans booing.
2: Yeah, you're, I don't know that for a fact, but that sounds like it could be true.
1: And if that's the case, I'm not really okay with that because then you're just trying to take the voice away from your players, uh-huh. and I, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not really comfortable with that. So those those are my initial thoughts. Is that you know what are what are the motives for this year? Because I don't know if I'm really buying what what Cuban is selling. But Adam, I'll tell you this: Adam Silver is smart to just take the issue, decide it, and move on. Right. I mean, not to let it linger as a thing. I mean, to just say, no, we're doing this, and then uh, it, you know, <laughs> everybody's doing this. It's happening. We're moving forward. And the I would guess that the, is... the, the free about... speech part of it, Adam, took under consideration. I would guess.
2: Uh, Well, the whole thing, Cuban is smart enough to know that that edict was going to come down, you know.
1: I don't know. Uh, He hasn't been doing it it all year.
2: I know, but, I mean, he's gotten away with it as long as he could, but that wasn't going to stay that way. He knew that the league was going to put its foot down on that one. And uh, I agree with you. I I think nothing wrong. For those who want to feel unified with the country and they, they have that feel and they're in that vibe right now, then it's, it's a terrific place to think about the things that unite us. But if there are people who have something that's very important to them uh, on their minds and they want to draw attention to it and, uh, and, 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 and that, is what, that is how they feel in that moment, I have no problem with some sort of uh, reaction that would uh, accomplish those things for those individuals. And that, that's kind of what I wrote about in my column that was posted today that has apparently uh, stirred up uh, a lot of people.
1: Well, you got retweeted by a seated U.S. congressman, Gordon, so you got that
2: going for you. I guess. And I knew when I wrote about that that there were going to be – there are people who like to categorize everything and put people in categories. And I had a feeling that that might happen because here I was um, – what uh, I guess you could say criticizing a U.S. representative from the state of Utah who is a black man talking about an issue that affects a lot of black players who are standing up for something that they believe strongly in. And I was standing by them uh, criticizing a a black U.S. uh, representative. And so I I knew that it was going to come that, hey, you can't talk about that. You're white, you know. But I I don't believe that. I think an issue is an issue, and it, it doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. If you want to address it, you can address it. And I've talked with enough of the players. I've talked with enough athletes to know how many of them feel on this issue. And those were the people I was standing up for.
1: All right, we are live at Jimmy's Flowers. Get Valentine's Day squared away. It's coming up Sunday. In fact, I was uh, we, Brian and I were just talking. Gordon, we want to get the word out that Jimmy's is actually closed on Sunday, which uh, I would guess uh, a lot of folks are going to be. So you need to jump on. It's even more important because, uh, Gordon, there's a lot of last-minute people like you and I who uh, wake up on Valentine's Day and go, oh, crap, I need some flowers. Well, Sunday is not going to be an option. So make sure and plan ahead. Jimmy'sFlowers.com. This Jimmy's Flowers. .com. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.
0: Number one. Make us your number one present. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty, and The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, The Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280
1: The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Live from Jimmy's Flowers, uh, right up here in Layton. Uh, come p- uh, pay us a visit, twenty-eight forty North Hillfield Road. But they have o- other locations for you too—one in Ogden, uh, one in Bountiful, and of course, uh, always online at Jimmy'sFlowers.com. That's uh, that's Jimmy'sFlowers.com. Uh, Gordon, we're going to get into uh, a little what's going on coming up at the at the top of the three o'clock hour. DJ is going to jump on with us at four thirty. And uh, David Locke at the top of the five o'clock hour, uh, but we were just chatting there during the break. Gordo, what do you want to uh, do? You want to uh, explain your column a little bit, or or what you were talking about in the last segment? Just to make sure that you know, it's it's. I know you were very careful uh, about the message that you wanted to get out there and wanted to make sure it was understood thoroughly.
2: No, I mean I think it's plain. It's, I'm not trying to explain myself. I just wanted to explain to the listener what the heck we were talking about. Burgess Owens in a, in a judicial committee meeting where they were arguing about whether they should uh, be required to recite the Pledge of Allegiance before every meeting. Uh, and many of the Democrats said, no, they, that we do that at the beginning of the day. We don't have to do it at the start of every meeting. And so there was some sort of discussion or debate over that. And as a part of that, uh, Burgess Owens, uh, he said, uh, in part, this is part of a quote, he said, we have guys making $50 million today who will not stand for the flag because they've been taught by their adults not to love our nation. And so I, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, that's just dumb. And so I took what he said and talked about that subject. And, you know, I I believe that uh, people should be able to express themselves uh, the way they, they want to. And that's what I think players, athletes are doing today. They're not parroting some sort of idea that some hate that someone taught them. They are observing a situation and they are responding to that issue the way they see fit. And so that's what the column is about. And naturally, there are many people who are saying, oh, how can you tell Burgess Owen, who's a black man, how he should think and all this stuff? And that's not it. What I was doing was addressing what athletes, many athletes feel and why they react the way they do when they're uh, when they're hearing the national anthem. So uh, it, it is stirred up quite a bit, and that's okay because uh, ain't no good guys, ain't no bad guys. There's only you and me, and we just disagree, and this is one that I disagree with Burgess Owens on, and I have the, uh, the, the uh, platform to express my opinion, so that's what I do. And uh, others, obviously, in the days of social media, they have their opportunity to express their opinion as well.
1: Yeah, I'm all about free speech. Uh, I'm definitely all about that. Everybody using their platform to express their opinion. We're on the radio, after all. Gordon spitting those hot sports takes, but uh, but yeah, when it comes to kneeling or columns or, or any of that, I'm always pro First Amendment.
2: Yep, I, it's uh, it's a good thing about America that no people doubt. can say what they think. And but it's funny how people. I mean, so often people want to categorize folks like you're this, so you can't speak to that, you know. And if you do speak to that, and you have this opinion about it, then you are this. And I'm not saying you can't disagree. I get that. Disagreement is good. I I think it's a healthy thing in our country. But so many people speak in these terms like, oh, those athletes, they've been taught not to love their country. I think those athletes, take Donovan Mitchell, for instance. And I'm not going to speak for him directly, but I have heard enough of what he said. He loves his country. He loves the U.S. of A., but he's speaking out about something that needs to be corrected within our country. It doesn't mean, hey, I, I don't love my country. It means this is a problem in our country that could be better, and I want to see it improved. As he should. Good for him. I'm glad he does that. And if he doesn't want to, or if any athlete doesn't want to stand for the national anthem, then, or the flag, or whatever, it doesn't make him unpatriotic. It, it, it makes uh, he's as much a patriot as anybody else. That's what our guys through the years have been out there and women have been out there fighting for. And so that's what I was saying. and Burgess says, oh no, there's too many people who have been taught by their adults, whatever the hell that means, not to love their country essentially. and that the fact that they don't want to stand for the anthem doesn't mean they don't love their country. That's what I'm saying. but he seemed to be indicating that it is a evidence that these athletes hate America. And that's just complete BS. And because he's black and I'm white, I can't say that. Uh, I just don't, I don't, I don't flow with that, man. All
1: right, you can you can read uh, Gordon's column. It's up at sltrib.com. I know you tweeted it out to at Gordon Monson if, uh, if you want to give that more thorough review. We'll get to what's going on coming up right around the corner. Uh, we are live from Jimmy's Flowers. We're here in Layton, 2840 North Hill Field Road. They also have locations in Ogden, 2735 Washington Boulevard, and Bountiful, of course, 470 South Main and always online at jimmysflowers.com and nate jumping on with us what's up nate thanks for having us back buddy
4: yeah it's good to guys good to have you guys here again
1: good to see you well you know i'm not the biggest like romance guy per se but you know get you in the mood for valentine's (laughs) day coming in here to jimmy's
4: yeah for sure yeah we got a lot of things to choose from and um, it fits anyone's price point so
1: well, plus you guys bail bail me out all the time because it's it's pretty much can't miss. You guys are so good at what you do and your staff, and it's it's amazing. It really is a, a home run every Valentine's Day for me.
4: Yeah, we we appreciate that. We I mean we're grateful for our staff. They put in a lot of time. They're here many many nights, very late, so getting everything done. So we're we're grateful for them.
1: Now, folks can come here and into any one of your locations and, and certainly get taken care of, but, uh, you know, life's a little different these days, and you guys have have really done a nice job with jimmysflowers.com, still taking care of everybody.
4: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good way to to not procrastinate. You, can, you know, you can get on any time during the day in order, and, and this year Valentine's is on a Sunday, and so we are closed on Sunday, so yeah, that's one less day to procrastinate. So, it's important to get those those orders in early this year
1: pay attention there gordon you got to get this done before sunday buddy <laughs> you gotta, listening you, to every listen word. listen right here uh because you got to get it taken care of but no no, no. people got it th- we uh, uh there's always a big line on valentine's day i've seen it. i've been here and guys like me who procrastinate all the time but this year it's important to nail that <laughs> you can't procrastinate this year you got to get it done in advance
4: yep and, and if you do come in on friday or saturday we'll, we'll definitely have some stuff here and we we got the whole place marked out so you guys can social distance and everything. But, but yeah, it is better just to do it online, get it. It's a lot easier, so –
1: I am impressed with the setup. You guys have it like a well-oiled machine around here. It's nice.
4: Yeah, well, we uh, we're kind of doing the same system we did for Mother's Day. So if you came in during Mother's Day, it's it's going to be the same. You guys, same are, deal. you've got it in mind, and making sure folks feel comfortable.
1: It's great. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah. uh, three locations for you: uh, Layton, uh, Ogden, and uh, in Bountiful. Which uh, all three beautiful stores are, of course, online at Jimmy'sFlowers.com. Nate, thanks, buddy. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. Uh, What's going on? Straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.